I'm Tammy Bruce. I'm Juan Williams. I'm Shannon Bream, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Friday, April 30th, 2021. I'm Trey Yinkst. India has now recorded more than 18 million total COVID-19 cases as the pandemic there rages on. If we need to slow down, we need to stop the spiking of new infections. And we need to look after the people that have COVID. They need to get the treatment and all the treatment that they get can get. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. As daily cases approach 400,000, supplies of oxygen and other critical medical equipment are limited. International aid groups are working to ensure that India's most vulnerable populations make it through the country's coronavirus outbreak. UNICEF, for example, is broadening its focus to address immediate needs of civilians. We've got several key programs in several areas supporting children. I list a few. For more on this story, this is Aryan Devat, the nutrition chief for UNICEF in India. Um, education, um, supporting children, and particularly even more so girls to go to school, but also to stay in school till, till the end of adolescence. Now, of course, last year schools were closed uh, because of the COVID. Uh, some of the schools started opening this year. Yeah, we were happy. Kids started getting called back to school again. We were working hard to support that. And of course, now with the lockdown, things have completely changed again. Other program, health program. We have a health program focusing on uh, immunization, for instance, getting all children vaccinated, but also providing antenatal care to pregnant women and overall diarrhea control and other prevention and management of illnesses of children. Now, many of those programs have been affected by the COVID crisis last year because, uh, because of COVID, many of the health facilities were closed. They started opening up again since about July, August, uh, July, August last year. And at the moment, yes, you see it like, like since, as you can see on the television, basically health services are completely overwhelmed uh, with COVID. So we see that a lot of the routine healthcare is not there. Myself, I'm working in the area also of nutrition. We're trying to promote healthy nutrition. Also, there's several government feeding programs for children. And that's a very similar situation where traditionally trying to work on getting more children, in particular the most vulnerable children, those from more rural communities, from far away communities, getting them access to these interventions. That's the normal work. But last year, again, the services are halted, and at the moment, again, after that, come started coming back, they've been closed. Now, at the I, moment, I think that at the moment you can see in UNICEF, we are focused on two things. It's the very, very most urgent thing at this moment is we need to slow down. We need to stop the spiking of new infections, and we need to look after the people that have COVID. They need to get the treatment and all the treatment that they get can get. Yeah, and that is going to be, that's really what we focus on at the moment, to, to, to get uh, oxygen equipment again. We're also preparing and supporting the government at the moment to prepare for the vaccination and the further rollout of vaccination. Uh, as of tomorrow, uh, people from 18 years old and all older are supposed to be able to get access to COVID. And we're supporting the government in rolling that out. A cold chain, many of these vaccines need to be kept very, very cold supporting the cold chain um, for the vaccine, but also awareness, uh, educating the population and dealing with misinformation uh, that is going around in social media and in other ways. 
You talk about the the urgency right now for for India amid these rising cases, and I wanted to ask you what it's like on the ground right now. I mean, what does it look like? What does it feel like? And how is this affecting the way that you're able to operate and provide aid? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Again, you can see it on the television. And at the moment, they're locked down. In Delhi, I'm living in Delhi. Delhi, there's a lockdown. We're working from home again. Um, you see, the hospitals are, are overcrowded. Let me give you an example of what's happening. Normally in Delhi, and if I go outside, that, you hear noise, cars, everything. It's completely quiet. You can hear the birds, and you can hear ambulances. That's the only thing you hear at the moment, birds and ambulances. I'm not even used to hearing birds because normally it's so noisy with all, all, with all the cars and, and things in, the, in, in, in town. And that shows that people have started looking themselves up. They're staying in that bubble to try to stay safe. But a lot of people are out there trying to go from hospital to hospital to find care for their loved ones. And in many cases, they're not able to find that care. You've uh, seen also on television. And I know the focus right now is on vaccines and obviously ensuring that oxygen is available for so many civilians yeah, that are in these dire situations. I want to talk yeah. about the logistics that UNICEF is so professional in, not only in India, but around the world, really known for uh, their ability to partner with other organizations to ensure whether it's aid specifically related to nutrition or vaccines. Uh, UNICEF, UNICEF has this reputation of, of being able to provide the logistics to actually get the aid and, and the supplies that are needed into the hands of the people that need those very items. How are you helping the government right now in India to do that? And as it relates to concentration machines for oxygen and these types of, of supplies in the immediate short term, what does that look like? Yeah. So, for instance, at the moment, even over the last month, we've already uh, helped the government with installing more than 3,000 oxygen, oxygen concentrators in hospitals, uh, focusing a few states. We work with government and with other development parts also to coordinate who is working where and who is focusing where, so that not everybody is going to the same places, of course. We have another 4,000 on the way. The good thing is we have a very we have a global supply system, a global hub is based in, in, in Copenhagen. And, and for that, we are able everywhere around the world to buy things. Often things being bought in India, but of course, at the moment, things uh, in India, the supply is, is, is very limited. So increasingly, you need to get also other supplies from other countries, getting them to the country, but then this in the country also taking care together with the Ministry of Health that has got a logistics center around these issues to get them to the further away places. Uh, for instance, at the moment, we're focusing also very much to the far, further east, where at the moment we see uh, a further quite fast increase again of COVID. So we're focusing for party with some of these interventions uh, and bringing the supplies to the east of the country. You've been listening to Aryan Devat, the nutrition chief for UNICEF in India. We'll be right back. How do you see this affecting the work that UNICEF is doing in the future? We've already seen over the past year many changes in the way that aid is flowing to yeah. certain regions and specific countries just based on the fact that a lot of countries are looking inward and saying we need to protect our population and ensure yeah. that our civilians and our citizens are able to get the aid that they need. Working in such a broad area, helping so many people, I imagine that your role will change. There'll be many people that need more than previously they were receiving. And how yeah. do you handle this change and the shift for the whole world? Yeah. I mean, 
the global community has put down targets for all sectors, from climate change to, to, to child health, to education, etc., to achieve by 2030. And globally, we've always been working, every government is working towards these global goals by 2030, the SDGs we call them. And for some of these targets, we were on the way. We were well on the way. We thought we were going to reach them. And I think accounts like India, and many of these targets, actually, we are going to lose several years of progress that have been made in some of these areas. And the impact, of course, goes much further to what is, what is happening at this moment. I really hope that in the coming weeks we can get the health care under control, the health care for the people that are infected. But it's going to take a few more months before also routine health care is in place again. It's going to take maybe even more months before schools are open again. Yeah? And that is going to have a very long-lasting impact on the, the, the development, on the health of, of children. Um, we worry that you're going to get a an, an much larger um, uh, child mortality rate, that that's the, the reduction of child mortality um, or child malnutrition uh, that has been really going down and down in the last 10 years in India. India was doing well on many of the indicators. And we are really worried that because of the COVID impact and the longer term impact that you will be going back many, many years and we have to restart on making that progress. Also keep in mind, it's not only services, Many people have lost their livelihoods. Now, yet, a lot of migration of, of laborers, workers in urban areas had to go back last year, and again, this is happening now, migrating back to their rural communities. People have lost livelihoods, people have lost income. Um, and then, of course, the finances of the government has also been reduced. So how that is going to work out, we are very worried as UNICEF. Um, and we're working with, uni- with the government to try to get already start thinking beyond these coming weeks. Uh, to see how best we can get many of these services restarted again and as quick as possible. Such important work, especially given the scenario the entire world has faced and the aid that is still flowing into India specifically as we see these tragic scenes playing out across the country, everyone battling this COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, Mr. Aryan Devat, the Chief of Nutrition for UNICEF in India. Sir, thank you very much. Thank you very much, and thank you very much for listeners and to everyone who's supporting globally, including India and UNICEF, for all the support. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.